What's up, guys? You're tuned in to The Scoreboard with your hosts, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Check them out every Tuesday night right here on Podomatic Radio. The best part of your day via podcast. everybody it is march 9th 2021 you're listening to the scoreboard brought to you by anchor a two place where a place where two bros talk about sports pop culture and everything else in between you guys could have been anywhere else in the world but you're here with us and for that we appreciate you we're your host the heartbreak kid michael hill in the arcade ryan k how you doing my man doing all right man doing all right uh just been resting um man i told you i, I hurt my ankle like crazy um yeah. like uh shutting down the stores or whatever mm-hmm. I've been trying to rest that. Like, it's just, like, my ankle's been hurting for, like, a solid, like, two weeks now. Like, it's just now kind of. The only reason I laugh is, like, anytime somebody says that their ankle hurt, and I remember you told me this last week, anytime somebody says their ankle hurt, I can just think of Kurt Angle singing the Shawn Michaels song. Said I, I said they just, no, he says, they call me a sexy Kurt. I make your ankle hurt. <laughs> that's it, man. Yeah, that's it, dude. But, uh, no. like Shout I, out to Kurt Angle. But yeah, so like the swelling's starting to finally go down and stuff, which is good. Um, so um, outside of that, you know, I like, well, just, which, I like it. I don't know you walking just fine. I forgot. Yeah. That I forgot your ankle was hurting. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. When I lift my like pants leg up, people look at my ankle and they're like, "Damn!" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, that shit gross. <laughs> that shit hurt, bro." So you know, like I said, we we out here letting that rest up. You know, just kind of. Uh, Kind of just relaxing. I like, like staying safe through COVID. Yeah, man. That kind of typical shit. Typical shit. Yeah, typical COVID stuff. I like, you know, they opening up, uh, they opening up SC, right? <laughs> I mean, dude, they've been, they've been. They like McNass- SC, they, SC ain't really been closed up like that, though, the yeah. way the rest of the states were anyways. Yeah, so. that's that's why we're stupid. I like another thing that's stupid before we go, uh, before we go into our preseason preview is uh, I ended up finding out that, you know, SC, they're going to start. I was saying 
they're gonna start giving people tickets for going slow, like in a slow lane. So I like. So not only do you get get a ticket for going fast, you get a ticket for going slow. That's been a thing on interstates for years. Like actually, like that lot. Of, they, they put up minimum speed limits yeah. on the interstates. Um, my dad talks about like he he worked with a dude that like was on the interstate and he had a minimum that there was a minimum speed limit and the dude just drove slow everywhere and yeah. they, they the cops pulled him over and wrote him a ticket for like like dude you need to go like 50 at least like the fuck are you doing I like because my thing is just like it's one of those type of things where like you can never be happy <laughs> mm-hmm. especially on one of those things where like you know the speed limit is like 50 or 60 then like you know that and at some point you want me to be above the speed limit them. you just be rolling it's just like where's the it's, yeah. like, it's like the gray area is too fine i was just like especially a place like so i can understand if we were like california or something I'm like bro this is south carolina i like there's no need for that yeah <laughs> i can understand if we was like atlanta or like or florida or something like that because florida drivers are stupid i remember the first time i wasn't not the first time like whenever we went to miami it was me and some friends there was like an eight car pile up like in front of our in front of our yeah like in front of our hotel and i was like oh shit this that kind of party <laughs> damn damn so this is about to be a pretty good weekend i like you know but we uh, as all as promised speaking of florida <laughs> i like you know that's the first team we're gonna be talking about in our the- second part i like you know of our mlb preseason uh preview the florida marlins who they're the miami marlins oh miami marlins yeah that's that's still taking some getting used to right yeah so um all right, so basically, um, this was a team that uh, made the playoffs last year. Did, um, did that surprise you? Hell yeah, it surprised everybody. It was ridiculous. Um, that was that. Now it was a shortened season, and you do have to contextualize it yeah. as such. Um, but that's not to take away from what they did. Yeah. I mean, they were out here banging on teams and winning games, mm-hmm. and good for them. Like straight up, good for them. You know, so. Um, I definitely, and they were they made some noise in the postseason. I did not, yeah. I like, especially like so soon. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. you know after getting rid of like you know all their good players, John Carlos uh, Stanton, like you know mm-hmm. they got they, rid of they got rid of uh, Marcelo Zuna, Christian Yelich, and Giancarlo Stanton, and they got rid of all those guys and were able to turn those dudes into prospects. And uh, they like the prospects are coming through. Yeah, they got rid of JT Real Muto. They had all these great players, and they were able to get rid of all of them, and they started building through pitching, um, which was a good formula for them last year. Uh, they got a mix, good mix of young kids and veteran players, and, um, you know, they just, like I said, were able to make some noise, and they were able to figure it out. And they won a postseason series, I think, against the Cubs. I think yeah. it was a one-game playoff wild yeah, card. A, yeah, one-game playoff wild card. Yeah, I think, and they were able to win that game. And uh, then, um, you know, they they ran into us and LOL. And they just they weren't quite ready to play us. They quite wasn't quite an understatement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm not trying to be a disrespectful fuck, you know. But um, so. You know, um, I don't really see this team making the playoffs again. I like they the, would have to show me because. So you're thinking like this is more of a fluke instead of like. I, I think it was more. I, I think it was more of a small sample size, 
and a team doing well within that small sample size and able to ride yeah. that momentum. Yeah, because like with the shortened season, it's one of those type mm-hmm. of things. Like any stretch of bad baseball, like you're kind of screwed. Yeah, man. As opposed to like the regular season, you can have a stretch of bad baseball as long as you can. Yeah, well, rally and, and there are always there's always a surprise team usually that starts out hot that tails off. Yeah. Usually it'll be like, wow, the Reds won like. They won 15 of their first 20. Yeah. And then they just take a left turn in the fucking wall. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's always stuff like that. So, um, you know, again, I think it'll be more actual. That I think you'll be able to take a more proper measurement of where this team is this year. Yeah. Right? Like, most of the teams who made the playoffs last year, mm-hmm. for the for the most part, you were able to look at and go... All right, I can see that. Okay, I can see that. Okay, I can see that. I can or see we expected that. Or we expected that. Or or there were teams like the Athletics, who they randomly make the playoffs anyways, mm-hmm. because they just pop up every couple of years, and they're like, we're good! I like, and they always... They always mm-hmm. Moneyball, we're going to talk about them later on. Yeah, so, um, so like I said, I think that this season will be a little bit more of an accurate... Um, assessment of what they actually are. Is there anything you liked about this squad as, as looking at it? As Dude, currently? the, the pitching is absurd. Um, it's literally the start in pitching is really good. Um, I mean, I'll just go around the horn. Um, starting out at catcher, they have Jorge Alfaro and Chad Wallach. Uh, Wallach ended up being a postseason guy for them because uh, Alfaro was supposed to be their guy, but he was never really quite healthy. Like, yeah. He had COVID stuff, and he had an oblique strain. And yeah, he was just shit. in and out the lineup. Um, so, um, you have a Jesus Aguilar and Garrett Cooper at first. Jesus Aguilar is kind of their main dude. Um, so, big power bat, which, again, that's what you want on your first baseman. Yeah. Um, so, they have uh, one of their um, top prospects. Um so got called up, uh, Isan Diaz. Um, I like he, him a lot. He he le- he elected not to play, and then he got an injury, mm-hmm. and he hasn't really played a lot. But he's had a great he has a great glove. Um, their lead, I think, one of their lead prospects is a guy named Chisholm. Yeah. He split some time there. He's supposed to be their shorts their shortstop. You know, behind Rojas, probably to push Rojas. And they also have John Birdie. Yeah, who's not bad. Um, they have a really good young third baseman. And Brian Anderson. Brian Anderson's great. He's really good. Um, I say, like, he did leave the National League in WAR. That's, yeah, yeah that, wins that, above replacement. Yeah, yeah. Like, if that means anything to anybody. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, he finalist for a gold glove. He's good. Um, Miguel, Miguel Rojas um, playing short. Um, he had a good season last year. Um, they have a very veteran outfield. Um Starlin Marte is very good. Um, Corey Dickerson was pretty good. They went and got Adam Duvall from us because mm-hmm. um, there's just not there wasn't enough room in the Braves outfield with us re-signing Ozuna. Yeah. And Adam Duvall is a guy who he's gonna bat anywhere between 230 and 265 with power. Um, That's pretty having, good. I'll yeah, take that. Yeah, depending depending on if he's going, he's hitting dingers. If he's not, then ooh, he's tough to watch. Um, they have Starling Marte, um, which I like a lot. Um, 
So I like yeah, but I think every every club needs at least one guy like that. Mm-hmm. You don't so, you don't need like four or five, but yeah. one guy would be. Yeah. Well, and it's good that they have a it's good that they have this veteran kind of outfield because that'll just make their pitching that much better. Yeah. You know, um, which again the pitcher. I, I saw like their DM and Derek Jeter are doing a very good job. Oh yeah. In the team. Yeah. Um, I love the, I love their rotation, honestly. Um. Sandy is one of the most underrated players in baseball. He's so fucking good. He's so fucking good. And they have a pretty good they have a pretty good two option with Pablo Lopez. Uh, I like um, him a lot. Um we managed to touch up Pablo a little bit more than other teams do, but Pablo is a really good pitcher. Um they had a good young prospect with Elicer Hernandez. Um he was having a really good year. Um he had a lat injury um, that cut his season short. Um, they have Sixto Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't. He's had visa issues and COVID issues, but he was an exciting young prospect. Yeah, they called, that, that, he that. pitched their playoff game against the Cubs. Yeah, and, I was about to say that was like they, they were like he was like their most exciting prospect coming out, wasn't he? Um, he was one of their most. Um, I think yeah, that was, he, he was like think, their top prospect. Yeah, yeah, I think he was their top prospect. I think. Um, so, um, you know. Um, Trevor Rogers um, is their number nine prospect overall. I think um, he looked a little rough in 2020, but he looked promising in his spring training start. Yeah. They have uh, you know Nick Nightart, who's uh, the number eleven overall prospect. So mm-hmm. they have a couple of they have a couple of good prospects. Um, you know they have a Braxton Garrett too. Yeah. So they have at the tail end after. Um, Alcandra Lopez Hernandez and Sixto Sanchez. Yeah. They were able to they have a few guys that they could mix in. Okay. So, um, like I said, this that's kind of this team's big strength, um, for what sure. A, what about their bullpen? Um it they had some turnover, um, but in some ways that's okay. They were able to get Dylan Floro, that was a big deal. Um, they got um they were able to get John Curtis. Um, Dylan Floro and John Curtis were with the Dodgers and Rays. Um, so that's that's really good. They still have a – I think they have a Ross Detweiler, who's a good reliever. Um, yeah. Um, they got Anthony Bass from um, the Blue Jays. Um, that's good. So, um, you know, like I said, their bullpen's not – it's not terrible. It's their team is literally pitching while they're developing their young players and their young prospects as they're calling them up. So, uh, so it's like, so I like, I think it's like they're setting themselves up for they're success. Set, yeah, they're setting themselves up I like for success. For, for, like, I mean, from this analysis, like you know, I expect them to be somewhat competitive. Oh, dude, listen, the whole there are no, there's not going to be an easy out in the NL East this year, and the Marlins are no different. They're going to give. They're gonna give some teams some trouble just because they're starting pitching and bullpen, like alone. You know? like, I'm I'm excited to see who's gonna who's gonna uh, stand out and be the like who's gonna be the man of this squad. Yeah. Um, as far as the lineup as like the batting lineup goes, Brian Anderson, you'd have to think is the guy on the team, but you know you're you're not entirely certain. You know, like like I said, I think. Uh, I think I think that that's the case, you know. Um, 
I'd have to just, like I said, just thinking about it, it has to be him. Or it's either him or Rojas. Yeah. Probably. I mean, because Miguel Rojas is kind of like the captain yeah. of the team. Like I said, it's got to be one of the two of them. Yeah, because I like that. That's always my thing with young teams like this. I like, you know, because there's like a bunch of unknowns, but there's a lot of excitement. So you like, you just wonder who's going to take the next step and like and be right. that guy and be the face of the franchise. That's why I love, like, you know, I, I love the fact that they were even in the postseason when nobody expected it. So I was happy get, for them. I mean, uh, so honestly. Because people, people have more eyes on them because well, people don't realize, like, you know, like baseball ain't really hitting like that in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, like, well, because, you know, you got the Miami Heat, you got the Orlando Magic, you got the Dolphins, the Tampa Bay Bucks, and, like, you know, just so much other shit going on. Like, you know, baseball ain't really hitting like that. Like, whenever I was in Miami, we could have went to a Florida game, but nobody cared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And I didn't have no money. And <laughs> the right. go, I like, even though I don't think tickets would have been, like, you know, that bad, it was just like, hey. Like it was just one of those type of things, but yeah, I'm excited to see about this team because I know you said like you probably don't see them like in the postseason, and like and you probably could be right, but I feel like I mean they they, they listen they're going to be competitive. I think they're going to be around 500. I think that they could be above 500. Mm-hmm. I think that every team in the fucking division could be above 500. That's what's yeah. scary about the East this year, and um, I think the other thing too is I think that. It's gonna be such a. It wouldn't surprise me that there, if there weren't, um, if there were no wild card representatives in the yeah. East, because I could see a team winning the division with like ninety wins. Yeah, and then there being a bunch of teams in the division that have like eighty. It'd be like ninety wins, eighty six wins, eighty. You know what I mean? Like, you see what I mean? Yeah. There could there could be a lot of that. Like eighty ninety two wins. 87 wins. Yeah. 84 wins. So so, wins. so so that division is just going to be beating up on each other. I think so. I think it's going to be tough, man. So, like I said, I don't. I saw like, hopefully, like, you know, since so they don't have no no major injuries to derail them, because that's, that's what they need. That's, that's what they that, need. That's they, what they, need they, they need continuity. They need to see what they have this season. Mm-hmm. That's important for them. They need to see what they have, and they need to develop some of these young players and do some experimenting. You know, but I do think it's good for them to have this postseason experience. I think that was that was integral for them mm-hmm. because because yeah. uh, at least that gives them the confidence to know that hey, they can play with the big boys now. All of the now it's just here. You just have to you have to build on what you did last year. Yeah, I like, and I think I think they'll be able to do that. Cause I like, cause you know, you got a bunch of young kids. Mm-hmm. I like, and that's the thing. A lot of these guys are young, and like you know, the experience, success that early. I like, you know, it's quite exciting. Right. It's very much exciting. So, coming up next, so we're gonna have, so we're gonna be talking about the New York Yankees, and we're gonna be having our quote of the week. You guys, stay keep a lock on the scoreboard on Anchor. I was sick and tired of having terrible dates. I've tried other dating websites before and could never find a match. Honestly, I was about to give up. Never in a million years did I think I'd ever find him. Well, with GiveUpAndSettle.com, that can all end today. Hands down the best dates I ever had. They sent me more matches than I could ever need. They showed me the way, and I finally found him. Here at GiveUpAndSettle.com, we believe there's someone in the world that is perfect for you, and we're here to help you get over the fact that you're never gonna meet that person. We hate each other so much. I can't even look at him because I hate his face. We're not even gay. And we both are. 
with our highly advanced matchmaking system known as the Personality Aptitude Placement Enrollment Research by Algorithmic Groupings, also known as Papier Bog, we will find you a near to perfect match within seconds. I searched gamer and girl and got a 50% match. I hate snakes, but I did ask for a man that was charming. I was always into the shy and quiet type and that's exactly what I got. I type in how smart, successful, good looking I am on other dating sites and still never found a match. First try on giveupandsettle.com Perfect match. I typed in black girls as my preference, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm not the best speller. So I wasn't surprised when I showed up to my first date and saw nothing but a black girl. I'm not picky, I just asked for the hottest match they could find. Our love will continue to burn brighter than it. Nothing wrong with black match. She's still smoking. Ha! People used to tell me there should be violins playing for me at all times because I was such a sad person. That's why I went on to give up and settle and ask for someone cheerful, optimistic, violin-free. Almost a perfect match. I got a chair full of domestic violence for me. Close enough. We all know there's a lot of fish in the sea, but there's also a lot of people on land. You don't have to resort to fish yet. Just sign up to giveupandsettle.com and find the settling soulmate you never even knew you wanted. We promise you, you will not regret it unless you do. It's completely free, money back guarantee. So what have you got to lose? Sign up, give it a try. You might get a virus. Giveupandsettle.com, we'll see you there. See for yourself and find your perfect match today. It's fast, it's fun, it's not a real site. Giveupandsettle.com. So thank you guys again so much for watching. If you want to see last week's video, click the one on the left. If you want to see bloopers in behind the scenes, click the one on the right. And if you want to go to giveupandsettle.com, click the one on the bottom and find your perfect match today. Day, 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 day. Hey Tyrone, what you doing in Philly? I thought you was in Cali. Man, I was, but then they said we was having an earthquake, so I had to relocate. But come to find out, the only thing was cracking and shaking was your wife ass cheeks when I was fucking along with that stuff. What's up guys? This is the scoreboard quote of the week, brought to you by nobody, because we're broke. This was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things, but as everybody knows, we'll focus on gems like this. I would, but uh, I know where that hand's been. And this. Booties. They make sure you ain't booty. Holy crap, I don't know who the hell we think we are. You couldn't stay off the weed. Playoffs? I'm talking about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. So with that being said, here are my two favorite guys, HBK and the Arcade. Welcome back, everybody. It's that time. It's our, it's our quote of the week. I'll go first. And <laughs> this one goes to my man, Carlton Johnson. Love you, big dog. He posted up a status. I want to say it was like a while ago. And he says, man, my hairline going back further and further. Why me, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> just, just the genuine, just the genuine remorse. <laughs> he was like, 
<laughs> I like because people always make because he has a big forehead and people because he looks just like his dad because like his dad has a big forehead too and like anytime he says something about it like his dad be the first one to com- uh, comment on it and make fun of him like he says something about like his forehead being big and like his dad commented on it and said son I always told you to stay ahead of the game and he was like shut up pop you the reason I got this big ass forehead dude that's facts <laughs> that's facts that's funny as hell <laughs> Because um, I know what's, what's even funnier, a girl that I work with, she gonna remain nameless. Mm-hmm. She commented on it and said, "Won't you just wear a headband?" And he comments on it saying, "Yeah, give me the one that you hoop with, bro." <laughs> yep. Yep. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. So my quote of the week goes to this girl named Shelby the Shelby the Clown. Uh, that's her at. She goes, I went through a divorce in my mid-twenties, and I still stand by the fact that sixth grade is the worst year of a person's life. Wow. <laughs> you know what? I like... She's spitting, dog. She's spitting. She said sixth grade? Yeah. She She's spitting. Yeah, kind of. My sixth grade year was kind of fun just because the experience was new. Right, but she's like, still spitting. She's still spitting. My mother, like motherfucker, spitting. Middle school trash though. Middle school trash as fuck, dude. That's like a thing now. Like people look at me crazy, like when they say something, I'm like, this motherfucker spitting. Yep, and that's it. And that's it, man. <laughs> but uh, oh man, I like the second team of our our preseason preview is my New York Yankees who a lot of people were expecting us to win the World Series. We didn't even get to the World Series, so... <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, y'all had a lot of injuries again. Uh, y'all hoe yourself every year. Y'all can just stay one healthy, y'all win it. Just stay one healthy. That's all you gotta do, bro. Um, that's but the I, same shit. Yeah, but y'all, I, I have y'all being the team in the World Series from the AL this year. Y'all good as fuck. Y'all the best team in the American League. Just do it. Yeah. Just I'll, be healthy you make and it, do you, it. You just make it seem like you're like, why aren't you guys healthy, man? <laughs> I just, I, de- I, de- I, I need that for you though. Oh, That's man. trash. Like I'm just over here. So we out here playing baseball, man. Why can't y'all stay healthy? <laughs> I just, I just I, well, it's frustrating because like this team should be incredible, and they're still real good, even with all the goddamn injuries. injuries. That's what kills me, man. So, I'm sitting there. I'm looking at this roster. Um, so, y'all a little weak at catcher. I don't love Gary Sanchez the way a lot of people do. Um, he's trash <laughs> at, at defense. He's also – he had to retool his swing this offseason. Yeah. He literally was like, yeah, man. He goes, I'm trying to be shorter to the ball and keep more weight on my right leg. Batting 147 ass. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. But the thing is, we have so much firepower in the lineup. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. Um, uh, then you have but Kyle. I do, but I do hate the fact that he sucks defensively. Yeah, yeah, that's a liability for sure. Uh, then you have Kyle Higishioka. Um, he's he's cool. So, um, y'all are very solid at first base with Luke Voigt. He's probably a top five first baseman in the league. Um, the entire league or just the American League? Uh, probably the entire, probably in baseball. Um, he's real good, man. Um, maybe, um, maybe I could definitely, in the American League, I mean, I'd have to stop and think about it, but, okay, let's just be, let's make this a little bit more of a contra- less controversial yeah. statement. He's a top 10 first baseman in all of baseball. All right. So, I'll say that, and I can say that comfortably. 
Um, so you you're mo- you guys managed to re-sign your uh, most valuable player the last couple of seasons, DJ LeMayhew. Yeah, that's a big deal. Um, you have a well, which I feel like that he wanted to be here like the entire time because there was a lot of teams that was throwing them crazy money. Yeah, and, yeah. And, like and we didn't. Well, like we got him, but we didn't have this. We didn't have to break the bank for him. So I think he actually mm-hmm. wanted to be here. I think yeah. he wanted to be wanted. Yeah, exactly. Because I thought he was gonna. Once yeah. I seen the numbers that teams were throwing at him, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's yep. gonna be good. Is gone. Yep. So I'm glad to have him back. Yep. Um, you guys. Uh. You guys have one of the best young third basemen in the league in Gio Urshela. He's awesome. Um, Glaber Torres um, was an all-star his first couple of seasons. But the thing is, he took over at shortstop Mm full-time. A lot of errors. Yes. He's got to clean that up. Yeah. But Glaber Torres is awesome. Um, Your outfield situation is pretty damn good. Um, Clint Frazier has been a bright spot for y'all. um, he was really good and right for y'all. Um, you still have Aaron Hicks, Aaron Judge, uh, Brett, Brett Gardner, Gardner still with the squad, and yeah, then obviously have, you have Stanton. Yeah, we just retired. We just uh, we just we just resigned him like not too long ago. Yeah, because at one point I think he was thinking about possibly walking mm-hmm. away. Yeah, I think I think that uh, I think that yeah, I think that Stanton's probably going to be y'all's full time DH. Yeah, just because he's been so injury prone. Which is where I've been saying that for years. Yeah, yeah, you've been saying that since like y'all got him. Yeah. basically. he should be a DH. Um, I don't want to see him fielding anything. <laughs> yeah, um, you know he has a shotgun cannon arm, but yeah, yeah it's the yeah, it's just he just I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to see him running. Um, <laughs> so you know. Y'all probably are going to have Tyler Wade or Jay Bruce or Derek Dietrich, one of those guys, make the squad as, like, a yeah. utility guy. Well, I think Tyler Wade's our top utility guy. Yep. Um, so, well, Speaking of him, he's on Cameo. Oh, wow. That's I like cool. j- j- just Just throwing it out there. So, if anybody want a Tyler Wade Cameo, it's about 45 bucks, I think. That's kind of cool. Um, so, um... You guys, uh, you guys took a little bit of a risk with your rotation, but mm-hmm. I really like the moves that y'all made. Yeah. Um. So y'all went and got Corey, Corey Kluber and Jameson Tyon from the Pirates. Yes. And neither of them really pitched last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Kluber's getting a little older, so that's a little bit more risky. But mm-hmm. whatever. And you know, Tyon is a young cat, but I really like that move for y'all. But um, we also got like a twenty-year-old kid named Devi Garcia coming up that I'm excited about. Yeah, yeah. He, so, so like I'm, I'm excited to see if he can probably break into the rotation and one mm-hmm. of those guys can go to the bullpen. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm hoping. Well, I don't know well, 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 actually, because I mean, on the back end, really, your back end of your rotation is looking like Jordan Montgomery and Domingo Gramon. Yeah. And so, because y'all are finally getting Gramon back. Yeah, we finally get him, get him back. Yeah, woman beating ass piece of shit that he is. But hey, hey like, he's, Stone Cold Steve Austin beat his woman too. Yeah, that's crash. Facts. That's facts. Um, y'all still love him, so. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Debbie Garcia, like he he'll probably get a spot, maybe, maybe take. Like I said, he might take a spot from Montgomery or Gramon. But I like the way that y'all retooled y'all's rotation. Yeah, I thought that it was just good across the board. Um, and it wasn't like our. It was like you know because uh, James Paxson, like a lot of those guys, like they were solid, but they were inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Y'all like and yeah, like and we, we don't need that, dude. Um, y'all still have the same seven, eight, and nine situation y'all have had in your bullpen the last couple of seasons. Yeah, fucking 
Chad Green, Zach Britton, or Aldis Chapman. That's cash. Yeah. Take that shit to the bank. Um, you guys went and got Darren O'Day and Justin Wilson. You you got rid of Adam Ottavino to yeah. get deeper and yeah. more veteran, basically. You still have all the other guys that you had too with Luis Sisa and Jonathan Loasiga. Loa I can't remember how to Loa pronounce Siga. it. Yeah, or Nick Nelson. I can't remember how to pronounce his fucking name. So, yeah, that's kind of your whole squad. Mm-hmm. Um, literally. Health. Just health. Health is the difference between this team making the World Series and not making yeah, the World ma- Series. Because yeah. this team will make the playoffs no matter what. Because the East. The East is going to come down to probably the Yankees and the Blue Jays this season, if yeah. I had to guess. Because uh, I think the Dodger, the 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 Rays, rather, sorry, the Rays lost too much. Yeah. And and Boston's rebuilding. Boston's rebuilding, and so are the Orioles. So I think it's I like and I is the Yankees and the Blue Jays are I the like two teams. I, I want this team to play like a sense of urgency, just for the mere fact Boston is rebuilding right now. Yeah. Yep. I like because so, you no, know, because I'd hate to have to be. Well, I wouldn't hate it, but the mere fact, like the time the strike is now. Yeah. You know, because I would, because you know, whenever they start getting their prospects and whenever they start being good again, it's gonna be for a while. So we need the we need the strong strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. Always. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I like, but but that's always been like a. It's always been like a thing for me, like the injuries and like you know we always it always seems like we always run into like the best team like in baseball. Like a couple of years ago, it was the Boston Red Sox, and we we managed to win two games off of them. The other year, it was the Houston Astros. Then it was the uh, then it was the Tampa Bay Rays. We always find a team, like we always we always run into the team that's always a bad matchup for us. Like they always have something or someone that always gives us an issue. Yeah. No, like I said, man. I mean, I think ultimately, um, I think everything about y'all is just going to be health literally i think it's just going to be pure it's just health can you stay healthy can you put it together can you guys put together because i mean aaron judge has problems with injuries stanton has problems with injuries but it's not even those it's not even like that bothers me but not to not to a point because like we we've proven that you know we can still win without them like because we're deep enough to do so it's just a mere fact like we need to be playing our best bat uh base baseball at the end of the year going into the postseason and having everybody healthy healthy and clicking at the end of the postseason and that hasn't happened for us the injuries that happens in baseball like you know and i'm proud of the team just for the mere fact well like like i said like people were sitting there like dude you guys haven't had judge and stanton and you guys are still out here killing and i was like yes i love that because it's only going to make us better whenever they come back it's just a mere fact of have putting everything together and playing our best baseball at the right time and you know and us being healthy right i like the injuries the injuries are like you know i'm not really worried about that because uh, even with the injuries you still got to play baseball and you still have to play winning baseball right and we proved that we can do that it's just a mere fact of putting everything together well like you know whenever it's game time and that's postseason time yeah. so that's my biggest worry like you know injuries throughout the season every team has to go through it like you know we prove the last couple of years like you know that's not an issue we can still keep this thing rolling but the thing is though it definitely keeps y'all from getting it on a roll at the yeah. tail end of the season though that that happens yeah, as, sure. as a collective mm-hmm. yeah yeah, it, it definitely it, it hinders y'all for yeah. sure. Yeah, it hinders us for sure. I like you know what I'm saying, but just the mere fact, I'm proud of the mere fact with injuries. Like you know, we we still be we're yeah. still like an upper echelon team. Where like you know, 
who's a team we can throw out there? Like, if they were to lose, like, two or three of their top guys, they would be, like, in a tailspin or something like that. Like, like the Reds can't afford to do something like that. Yeah. You know, like, you know, so it was just, like, that's just the depth and everything. So I'm proud of that aspect. And, like, you know, I just, I just hope we can play our best baseball and have everything clicking in the right cylinder, like, you know, come postseason time. Because right. I'd like to actually like to see that. Right. I like. I think that would be. I'm not saying that we're gonna win it, but it's gonna make anything like a hell of everything a hell of a lot more interesting. Right. A lot more interesting. So, coming up next, we got our Thug Life moment of the week, and we're also gonna be covering the San Diego Padres, the, the team that everybody thinks that the Yankees and I should be uh, they should be scared of. You guys keep that lock on the scoreboard on anchor. Presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Arm swinging, knees bending, head bobbing to no particular rhythm. You're either dancing or you have fleas. Call me the doctor. As soon as you hit the dance floor, the taunts begin. Is that all you got, Clea? Unfortunately, yes, that's all you got. Hold on now. Who's in the house? Some guy who can't dance. That's who's in the house. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Happy Feet, because you really put the oogie in boogie. You are listening to Podomatic Radio. You're listening to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Catch them here every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. Something that has to warm up before you use it, sir. How about your wife? This is the Scoreboard Thug Life Moment of the Week. Brought to you by nobody. Because we're on a budget. This is the place where douchebag behavior isn't only welcome, but it's celebrated. Now, here's your host, HBK and the Arcade. Welcome back, everybody. It's a Thug Life Moment of the Week. And if you're out here doing Thug Life shit, we want to hear from you. You can hit us up. On Facebook at www.facebook.com slash scoreboard808, or you can hit us up via email at scoreboard underscore radio at yahoo.com, or you can hit me up at Twitter on VA, uh, HBK underscore Illmatic, all caps. I'm gonna go first because this one's probably funny to me. 
I know how that is. I like, and it'll be funny to my man, my man Anthony. Shout out to him. I like so. There's like this female wrestler that we both like named Jordan Grace. So yeah, yeah, I know about her. She's she's a she's on TNA, right? Yeah, she's on yeah. Impact. Yeah. So like, she's married to this dude. I think is Jermaine Gresham or something like that, or John Gresham. So <laughs> I like, which he's awesome, by the way. I like, you know, he's a lucky man. He's great. So she says. She says, I got home and I tell my husband that I passed my COVID test. He said, he just straight looks at me and says, that's awesome. Did you study for it? Nice. Did nice. you study hard for it? <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's a corny ass, corny ass joke. Um, so my Thug Life Moment of the Week goes to this dude named Ben on Twitter. His at is at no brims. No brims. Yeah, that's his thing. Yeah, no brims. <laughs> okay. So, so. This girl tweeted out randomly. She goes, I'm single in case any six-figure homies cared. She didn't say homies. The lack of melanin in my skin, she she <laughs> used a term that I'm not yeah, trying to say. <laughs> so uh, so she tweets that out. Yeah. And Ben responds and goes, I got 27. What's good? And it's just a case of all of his wrestlers. <laughs> like, bro, it's just Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. And it's just action figures. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I saw that. I had me crying. <laughs> six figures. She's like eighty-six figure dudes That's trying right. to hit me up. She's like, he's like, I got twenty-seven. What's good? Just mankind and Stone Cold and Kane and all them sitting there. That shit funny as hell. I would like to hear her response. Yep. I would like to see her reply. Yep. So that shit, that shit, that shit was hitting. <laughs> this so, motherfucker spitting. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that that had. I me. wish I would have saw that. I most definitely would have put a, that motherfucker spitting meme on there. Yeah. So, uh, we're speaking of that. So we got the Padres roster. Um, this shit's stupid. Um, in the segment. <laughs> really, really. Um, so uh, they have a, they have a pretty good. Um, Obviously, it must be stupid if we had a question of somebody asking me, "Shouldn't me and the Yankees be scared of the freaking Padres?" Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't even know. I don't even remember that guy was a Padres fan. Yep. But I like you know aficionado. Tell tell us what we need to know about the San Diego Padres. Is that they're stupid? <laughs> but uh, in a segment. Yeah, in a segment again. <laughs> um, so. They're they're a little more offensive minded at catcher with Austin Nola and Victor Caratini. They might have to carry a third catcher. It's kind of a weird situation for defensive purposes. Yeah, um, but one of their top prospects is a guy named Luis Camposano. He's their number three prospect overall. He's a mm-hmm. catcher, so who knows? Their infield's stupid. Eric Hosmer, Jake Cronenworth, Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado. Um, yeah. That's pretty fucking good. So they're infield or the outfield? That's their infield. They have because Manny Machado can play the infield too. No, no, that's the infield. That's yo, their whole I, infield. Yo, I thought you said the outfield. No, that's their infield. Oh yeah. Eric Hosmer's at first. Cronenworth's at second. Tatis yeah. is at short. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you said the and, outfield. And, no, and Machado's their infield is one of the best. In one baseball. of the best in baseball. Um, Cronenworth struggled down the stretch a little bit at the tail end, but he's young. Um, you know, so. You know they, they're they're fucking loaded. Like if you hit a ground ball to the left side of the infield, you're fucking out. Um, don't do it. That's don't, just my piece of advice. Don't do it. Just don't do it. 
Uh, Manny Machado and Tatis have all the range, and they have rocket death cannons. Don't do it. Just don't fucking do it. Um, their outfield situation is pretty good. Uh, they got Tommy Fan, Trent Grisham, and Will Myers. Um, so, you know, Gresham Gresham's a Gold Glover. Um, yeah, Will Myers is reemerged and is playing right. Tommy Pham was a great pickup for them and left. I remember when you played for the Tampa Bay Rays. Yep. He he was like he was like it looked like he was going going to be a big deal. Yeah. Um, then he kind of tailed it off. But yeah. He's still a solid player. Yeah. So, um, um, so they have um, Jerks and Profar who can play infield and outfield too. Jerks. To add to add depth. They went and signed Ha Sung Kim, who is the top Korean baseball player for Heck this upcoming yeah. season. Um, wait a minute, he's even wait a minute Korean. He was the top Korean player in the league last year, and they went and signed him. Oh, I thought I thought you were talking about like you know. No, no. So yeah, he uh, he was playing in Korea last year. He's been one of their better players. Um, so there were that's ridiculous. So he. He's just kind of super utility guy, you know. Could do a bunch of things. Can, can I ask a question? What's up? Who's that? Chinese, who's that uh, uh, Korean guy that plays for the Angels again? He's Japanese. Japanese. What's his that's, name again? That's uh, that's Shohei Otani. Okay. No, I was I was like I, I didn't <laughs> understand where you were hung up on. No, so. I was like yeah, I was like man, I was like no, because I, I, I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, Shohei Otani. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I could sit there and I, I could see the gears whirring in your head. It's like what's going on over there? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, Shohei Otani is over with the Angels. Um, he's actually looked pretty good pitching, too. He's Velo's backup, so that's nice. Um, so, um, the only question they really have is who's the backup center fielder? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, maybe they have the Brian O'Grady, maybe. I don't know. Um, so, uh, getting to their rotation, um they got you uh, Darvish. They yeah they went the, yeah they have you they went and traded for you Darvish and Blake Snell, Woo. which was that's big deal. Um, so, um, Denilson Lamette uh, had some right elbow troubles. Um, Chris Paddock had some fastball troubles. Yeah. in twenty twenty, uh, it's really good. Um, Who's the ace of this of the staff? Probably you, Darvish, or Blake Snell. I would have to say Blake Snell. I, I like I like you, Darvish, but uh, I, I it just it I just depends know. on how they want to view that because you know. Um, so you're saying like whenever they hit, it would be it would it would be Mike Clevenger probably if Clevenger wasn't out. Um, they got Clevenger too. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, they got Mike Clevenger. He's just he had Tommy John, so he's gonna miss some time. Um, he had it last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to miss some time. Um, and they also have their top prospect was a guy named Mackenzie Gore. Um, he's lurking at the back end along with Ryan Weathers and Adrian Morjohn. Um, so the they have four closers, essentially, with Drew Pomeranz, Emilio Pagan, Mark Melanson, who they signed from the Braves, and Keon Kella. And the rest of their bullpen's pretty good too. They have Austin Adams, uh, Craig Stamen. Um, so they uh, the thing, the only thing they they do have 
they're they're missing some of their depth. Um, like their their bullpen on the back end's a little thin because they've yeah. had in like Jose Castillo's out with Tommy John. Yeah. Uh, Matt Strom had patellar tendon surgery. Um, Javi Guerrero has a UCL sprain. Yeah. So like they have they've had some injuries there. So that's kind of the are, one place. Are they getting these? Are they getting some of these guys yes, back? Though? Yes. 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 They they'll get a few of them back for sure um, after some rest. So. But it seems like you know they have enough firepower everywhere else. It's not even going to matter. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's, so so basically what the arcade is saying is this squad has no weakness. Not really. Um, they have absurd amounts of depth on paper. They are as good as anybody, and um, they're 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 just ridiculous. And uh, you know, I want to see how this is going to play out on, on the field of play. That that's going to be the exciting uh, part for me. Like it's actually watching all this come together right. and see if like you know because it's been a while since the San Diego Padres have been like you know and dude they gonna have a target on their back it's a lot different from being being a hunter than being the hunted right like you know people are gonna be gunning for them they're gonna get everybody's best shot every night so it's gonna be interesting to see how they gonna how they gonna respond to that they have the talent to do so oh, yeah. but it's also a mental thing too so I like which that's is gonna good be, it's good though that they have guys they have like Eric Hosmer there yeah. Because he's been there and done Eric, that. Eric Hosmer is a big... That's a big deal, having a guy like mm-hmm. that on your staff. And and a guy like Hugh Darvish, who's had a lot of experience, experience. that's a big deal. Who's been to a World Series. So like, yeah, they've yeah. been there and done that. So, like I said, they have a good mix of... Good mix of everything. So, like, you know, just like that guy that that hit that, that sent the question. And I'm like, I need to see how this plays out on the field of play before we just automatically give them the world series yeah i mean i think they very easily i think on paper they might have the best team in baseball yeah i just think that we need to see what the product is though yeah when you got to see what the product is i like because you know just from like you know them i like i'm just saying like there's no reason why like you know, the Dodgers couldn't compete with them. You know, the Cardinals with the Devil Magic if they make it there, but fuck the Cardinals. There's no, there's not a reason I don't. I can't see the Braves like you know, what I'm saying not knocking this team off. So like, it's no, it's no clear cut thing here. I like, granted, on paper they're great and they're going to be exciting. I like, but, but like right now, I like we just have to see it. Yeah, we have to see it. You know, what I'm saying, but there are a lot of other great teams in the NL too that could probably that could beat them. Yeah, in my opinion. So like, and who knows? Like you know, what I'm saying like I said. You know, on any given night, they like they could lose to the Dodgers in the series. They could lose to the Braves in the series. Like I- anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like. Yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, dude, injuries have so much to do with so much of the season. Like injuries can derail. I mean, dude, you've literally dealt with it the last two seasons. Literally, injuries derailed a lot of your team's momentum and progress yeah. at times. Like it just, you don't know. You don't know. I mean, and you know, like I said, they're the thing that's scary about the Padres is they're not even at full strength. Like I said, yeah. they don't have Clevenger. Yeah, like they're gonna have Mike Clevenger, Blake Snell, you Darvish, and then at the t- back end they're gonna have Musgrove and like Chris Paddock. Like that's nuts. And Denilson Lamette. Yeah, like that's nuts to me. 
So See, my, my thing with this though, like they have all this firepower. I don't, I like uh, they're a San Diego. Uh, they're in the L.A. market, so I assume they got money, right? They do. They 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 were they were one of those teams that wasn't spending it until recently because they didn't have a product. Yeah. Now that they have a product, they're spending it. All right. So you know what I mean. So 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 my thing is like you know like people we're going to have to deal with this for a while. Probably yeah. They're primed to be good and they're primed to be good for a minute. Like I've said this to people repeatedly. Like the Dodgers are going to have to start making some financial decisions, and because this team's coming, this team's coming, and the Braves are just. Starting to come. The Braves and well, the, the Braves Padres. been coming for a minute, but now the Braves, the Braves, the, Bra- the Braves and Padres are like breathing down their neck, like for sure. And the thing is, you know, like you have to make decisions on Seager. You're gonna not have Justin Turner anymore. Like you guys are gonna have to start making some decisions on some things. Do you? How are you gonna play Bellinger and Seager? And you know, yeah, you have Trevor Bauer for a few seasons, but like, what happens when you don't? Like, so. There's a lot of decisions that have to be made. Mm-hmm. So who knows, man? I just I don't I don't really know what's what's going to happen. But um, I think that the Padres are set up to be good for a while, mm-hmm. and um, I think that the Dodgers definitely shouldn't feel so great about their chances in the NL West for the next however many years because you're going to have a team that's standing shoulder to yeah. shoulder with you. I said what the thing with the Dodgers is and Dodger fans can rejoice is you did get your World Series. Mm-hmm. I like so you did get the job done because if you hadn't got the job done with these teams breathing down your neck then you know it was it was going to it was going to be a failure. There was no if ands or but about it. Right. it like it was it was going to be a failure. Right. So like you know can everything uh, you can't sustain and everything doesn't last forever. So I'm just happy you guys were able to get the job done because this this isn't about to look good for them. Right. And like, like I said, like you guys are coming, they're coming. Like, you know, Cardinals and the devil magic is always going to be around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a thing. So like, like good, good for them for doing that. But this, this isn't about to look good for them. I like, they have like maybe a two, another year or two window Yeah. Before, before, if that, well, it just depends on like how, what financial decisions they're going to have to make. Like Kershaw's eventually gonna retire. Like there's just all kinds of things that they're there's stuff looming. Like, yeah, they have some good young players, but like, okay, you have to pay Walker Bueller. Do you have you have to play Julio Urias? You have to are you just gonna let Dustin May just stay in your bullpen? That yeah. kid wants to start. Like, yeah. what's up with that? Like Corey Seager's gonna need a bag. Cody Bellinger's gonna need a bag. bag. Max Muncy, like, are you just gonna just not pay him? Or like Justin Turner, he's yeah. probably not got that much long left in the tank like there's just you know like yeah they just have questions man and you yeah know, they have like, a questions on like a lot of they, different they, things they aren't things they, they have more questions right now but they will next year and they will year. next couple years and i think that they have a lot more questions in the next few years than the padres have yeah they have that's more, my the, whole point they have more questions than answers mm-hmm. yeah. like you know they can't they can't keep everybody yeah so. but in the now the dodgers are fine so yeah, yeah, yeah. i like it but right now like you know this, the, the, this, the, this team, team is coming they, they they need to be taken seriously, because I mean, uh, but I don't think nobody took them for a joke. They were in the postseason, so yeah, yeah like true. like you know, I don't think nobody thought there was a joke. But there's difference from being like a playoff team to being a World Series contender. Right. That that's a different type of expectations and a different type of like you know, right. different type of heat. Like right. you know, what I'm saying this this 
team as a collective is going to have to deal with you know what i'm saying like and it's going to be like that for like the next couple of seasons like basically what the dodgers were dealing with like the past five or six series uh seasons is going to be on them because the dodgers got got the job done they're kind of in a similar situation as the dodgers were five or six years ago right you know so like i'm excited to see how that how, how they're going to handle that and how they're going to handle that moving forward because like you know whenever you have a uh, roster this uh, this loaded and you can't get the job done then the rumblings are going to start to be coming in uh, coming in and like you know right and the criticism is going to start coming and like you know i like tatis with the big deal but we're going to talk about that people are going to be questioning him i like mm-hmm. you know he's a young like he's a young man it's just it's a lot it's different yeah, it is. It, like it's a lot different. So, like I said, we need to see it play out on the field first. Yeah, we need to see how we need to see how because it's different. Like you know, it's the difference between being a playoff team, you know, than being a World Series contender. Right. Like you know, it's different expectations. So I like, but they got the uh, they got enough guys with enough postseason experience that can, that can rally that those young guys can rally around. Hell, Blake Snell was just in the World Series last year. Mm-hmm. I like if anybody knows about that, he does. You Darvish played in the World Series like a couple of years ago, right? So, but like they have enough, they have like the perfect complement of like veterans and young guys. So like it's gonna be exciting to see. Probably one of the outside of my squad and maybe the Braves because the arcade and Larry Legends subject me to Braves games. This is the other team that I'm excited to see. <laughs> right, right. Hanging out with y'all make me excited to see Braves games. I like congratulations. Oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> uh, coming up next, our, our last team, I like in the MLB MLB preseason preview, the Oakland A's. Uh, you guys keep it locked on the scoreboard on Anchor. Crazy, right? That's a tattoo, though. You want to get that? Hulu has live sports. Really? Yep, it's in my contract. It's in the contract. Can we at least change the font? If you want to be sued. Well, what if it's coming out of a dragon's mouth? Well, <sighs> exactly. No dragons, no mouths. None of that. We could do like a tough dolphin splashing yeah, like, out. How large? Uh, yeah. How? Oh. How much are they paying you? Get that money. Hulu has live sports. Get that money. What's up, guys? You've been listening to The Scoreboard. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash scoreboard 808. And you can also follow HBK and The Arcade on Twitter at DXHeartbreakKid and Arcade. And remember, you can catch us every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. It's already 110 in the summer. And if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey guys, it's mail time. 
This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. We usually expect questions like these. Tell me about Spider-Man. Why wasn't Thor in that one? Do you guys think that if MJ hadn't died, he would still be alive today? And these. What the fuck do a mermaid got to do with coffee any motherfucking way? And for the love of God, you spell check. Take it away, fellas. Appreciate it, bro. Yo, I like we, I like we appreciate everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like enjoying our MLB preseason preview. We do it like once a year. I like you know it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. I have people at work. I like you know telling me like they enjoy hearing it. Oh really? Yeah, that's yeah, kind of cool. It's, it's I mean, fun. it's kind of cool. Well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, it's one of those things where like I, I do a lot of roster analysis during that. I mean, it's kind of nice that people enjoy that because it's a lot of like. I mean, it's just nonstop baseball talk for, like, fucking however about, many about weeks. A, about a month. <laughs> yeah. The fact that, like, people actually, like, care about that yeah. is kind of wild to me. Yeah, because people are like, then you have some people are like, man, like, there's so much other stuff going on. Like, yeah, but it's the MLB preseason preview. Yeah. Because you got to think, when everything else ramps up, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, baseball is kind of slow unless something really big happens, so... Yeah. everything else gets kind of ramped up like we do baseball stuff but you know like this is like our one time we can fully dedicate to it yeah exactly so, like, so i like some people appreciate it so yeah i'm I mean, glad, glad that you like you guys like that yeah for sure i mean because like obviously i mean you know we could be talking about the you know there's any number of things we could be talking about we could be talking about like all the tournament games in ncaa like leading up to march madness yeah. we could be talking about um any number of things that are going on in the sports world right now, but you know, we we always just do this because yeah. y'all seem to like it. So I like you know, but we go and get to all that other stuff after we do the like. When is opening day? Like nah, I, I can't remember. You don't remember? Is it sometime soon? It's usually the beginning of April. All usually, right. so like around Good Friday and all mm-hmm. that stuff. All right. Yeah. So all right, last team. I like. Moneyball itself, the Oakland A's, <laughs> the, like, the progenitors of Moneyball. I like, you know, what I'm saying the team that the arcade like mistaken for the fucking Dodgers a couple of weeks ago, and had to tell them that we weren't talking about the fucking Oakland A's. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, anyways, um, fucking. Uh, so here's the thing with the Athletics. Their roster is never sexy. Never. In the history of ever, is this roster sexy? This is a perfect example of what we were just talking about last segment. You have to see the product on the field mm-hmm. to know what you're getting with the Oakland Athletics. Because a lot of these players, nobody knows. Yeah, well, because they're a lot having, of these guys aren't household names, and when, whenever they do get a household name, like they, they, they have, have to, to trade him. They have to like if they're down this year. This is a year that they would trade Matt Chapman. Yeah, to a team. You know what I mean? That's what they do. They can't afford to pay anyone. They know they can't afford to pay anyone. Mm-hmm. They have the lowest payroll in baseball, and they just have to make it work. So, um, anyways, so starting it the same way we do, we'll start around the horn. Um, so, they got Sean Murphy. Um, you know, he had some big home runs for them in the postseason. Um, he had a collapsed lung, though. So oh, they, wow. they claim he's going to be able to start opening day, but that was a big, weird thing. Um, then uh, they got a Ramos Garcia in a five-player deal with Texas. So that's kind of a weird thing. Um, so, um, you know. Um, their, their corners of their infield are pretty much just 
secure as can secure can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Olson, you know, big big power, Gold Glove guy, great first baseman. Um, Mitch Moreland's probably going to give him a breather here and there, but Mitch Moreland's probably going to be their designated hitter this season. Yeah. Even though he's a good defensive first baseman, he's just that's probably what's going to be. Um, uh, yeah, second, Mitch Moreland, yeah. Um, so, um, you know, second base, they got Tony Kemp and Jed Lowry. Kemp's, you know, they kind of platoon there. Yeah. Tony Kemp's, um, he's playing, he's, he's playing, playing well, well in, he's playing well in spring training. Um, so Jed Lowry's probably, you know, going to be the other guy mm-hmm. at second. Um, they also have Tommy Lastella kind of lurking around in those middle infield spots. I think he's injured right now. I don't really know what's up with him. Uh, Matt Chapman is the second or third best third baseman in baseball. So it is what it is. He's the face of this franchise. But behind Nolan Arenado and I'm just I, yeah yeah I'm just I'm just saying like he, he's probably second. Yeah. Like let's not kid ourselves. But uh, I'm just making like a you general can, statement. Yeah, maybe I was just maybe yeah. I wasn't trying to be a dick. I was just saying like behind because we already know Nolan Arenado is the mm-hmm. best third baseman. I was just like yeah, he but, was third. I was like who's who's <laughs> maybe like I said maybe Anthony Rendon. I don't know like and I don't even know if I necessarily believe that. Um, that's just a guy, a guy. Anyways, this guy's a top five, probably top three third baseman at least. He's and, probably two. If you ask me, oh, like, and like, and he's about to get, and he's going to get traded. He's he's probably going to get traded. Um, they have Elvin Andrews uh, that they traded for from the from the Rangers. Um, Andrus. Yeah, he's a, you know, he's, he was he's getting a little old, ain't he? Eh, he's only thirty two. Really? Yeah, he's not. Man, that he's old. been playing a long. time. He's been time. playing a long time. That's what it is. Good he got God. called. So, fun fact about Elvis Andrews is that he was a. Uh, so he was a ba- Braves prospect. And uh, we traded him for Mark Teixeira. Yeah, gross, right? Well, Mark Teixeira won me a World Series, so I got nothing. Well, to well, for yeah, Mark. yeah, but but <laughs> for the Braves having a rental, we traded Neftali Feliz and Elvis Andrews to them. Gross, right? So, um, so yeah, this he's looking to kind of have a bounce back year. He's been dealing with some injuries and stuff. Their outfield's pretty set. Uh, Mark Canna, Ramon Laureano, Stephen Piscotti. You can just book that in, basically. Um, you know, they have some. They have some guys. You know, um, like Seth Brown, maybe lurking, and one of their top prospects as an outfielder, Luis Barea. Um, so I mentioned that Mitch Moreland's going to be taking over for Chris Davis probably at DH because. You know, Chris Davis was part of that five-player deal that got them Andrews. Yeah. Um, so, because they, they were hurt. Like, when Marcus Simeon went and signed with the Blue Jays, they were like, fuck! Yeah. So, um... um <laughs> I can know. just imagine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um... They got uh, they got Chad Pender to back up freaking Matt Chapman, basically. Uh, him and Tommy Ostella. Um, so, um... Freaking! Uh, so they have their whole rotation returning, which is kind of a big deal. Um, so um, their number one prospect is a left-hander named AJ Puck, but he's dealing with shoulder surgery. So we'll see if he if he, and he, when he joins the club, maybe. Um, so because um, you know they have a, they have all their top pitching prospects: yeah. Dalton Jeffries, 
um, Grant Holmes, all those cats are kind of lurking. Um, Sean Manea, yeah, which, which I have a feeling he might be traded this season too because there were rumblings last year that he could have been traded. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, you know, they have uh, Chris Bassett, Jesus Luzardo, Frankie Montes, Sean Manea, and Mike Fires. They got Mike Fires back on a one year. Um, so, you know, that's good stuff for them. Um, they lost their all star closer. They lost Joaquin Soria and TJ McFarland to free agency. So they managed to, uh, you know, kind of re- revamp their, their bullpen. They still have, tre- they have Trevor Rosenfall. They went and got Sergio Romo. Yeah. They still have Jake Diekman, who's a good reliever. Um, so, you know, they re-signed uh, use Mario Pettit, which was a big deal for them because uh, he was pretty solid. Um you know, Rosenthal's probably going to be their closer this year. Um, so, I don't know exactly how their bullpen's going to look um, outside of that. Um, you know, a few names, maybe like Lou Trevino. I don't know. But um, I'm excited to see, like, the prospects they're going to bring up. Well, that's the thing with the – that's always the thing with the athletics. When, like, they they, Cause, they cause draft Rick, guys, yeah, they trade for guys. Because that's the only – for me, like, you know, as a – casual baseball fan like and knowing about the athletics that's the only thing i have to look forward to is seeing how mm-hmm. the new guys are going to have because when, you, when they call up matt chapman and matt olson yeah. basically like when do they hit on those guys yeah, right yeah. when do they hit because they always seem to hit on those guys but then they have to let them go because yep. they can't afford them so yep. they're just one i'm always wondering who's going to be the next guy like the next exciting player well, i don't know play. if you remember this but johnny damon was one of their yeah. guys I know. Yeah, you know, there's there's all kinds of guys like, like that, like Jose Canseco and the Bash Brothers, mm-hmm. Mark McGuire. Yeah, that's just what they do, man. Like they literally Nick Swisher. <laughs> yeah, like dude, they a lot of dudes start their careers out in Oakland. Yeah, and it's crazy because, like I said, it's it's a bummer they can't it, afford to keep the guys it, it, ever. It, it's, but. it's one of those type of places where people go to start their career and people that can't find work. Are like you know in yeah. their career. The big yes. hurt played in Oakland, and then you have the and then you have the weird you have that weird situation with like Stephen Piscotty. His mom had cancer. He looked at the Cardinal. Like, Listen, we're from Oakland. Like, could you like all her treatments out here? Like, and they they traded him like because like he requested a trade to the team because he's yeah. like, dude, like I just fucking and that's a really class act thing. You yeah. won't hear me. You won't hear me commend the Cardinals for a lot, but that's yeah. one that you'll hear me like absolutely give them a ton of credit for. Mm-hmm. It's a class act because they want they love Stephen Biscotti because yeah. he's a good player, and um, so and that's why Stephen Biscotti's still there because yeah. it makes sense for him to be He'd there. Be there. Kind of like Derek Fisher with the uh, whenever his daughter had cancer, he wanted to get traded to the Utah Jazz because her treatments were in Utah, so it made sense for him to play for the Jazz for, like the couple of years that he did before he came back. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it's the same kind of mindset. But, um, but yeah, man, so you have that. And um, I like, and there's no disrespect to like to the A's fan, but like for me, I like a casual fan. Like I just always, I just be looking forward like to the next person you're gonna bring up. Yeah, no, I like I mean, you know I don't what I'm saying. Like disrespectful at all. I, I mean, like because they always have a few. You, of those you, guys. Yeah, you always have a few of those guys. You, if anything, you guys hit on those guys more than any other team that I see do that shit. So mm-hmm. I like, so that's like the exciting part for me. Yeah, they they draft well. They t- they make smart trades. Like when they know. When they know that they're out of it, like like I said, this season, 
let's just say hypothetically this season's in the fucking toilet. Yeah. They will sit there and they'll go, okay, well, can we trade Sean Mania to a team that needs a reliever and vulture some prospects? And they always seem to get one or two prospects out of those sorts of deals, and mm-hmm. it always works out for them. Um, you know, like it, it really does. Like I'm, I like I said, I have a ton of respect for the way that the the Athletics run their organization. They're they have the worst, lowest lowest payroll in baseball, and they still manage to field a competitive team every now and again. And I have a ton of respect for the way they run things over there. Um, they, um, I don't know if they're making the postseason this year. Because the the wet, I'll say the AL West sucks dick. It's awful. <laughs> it's terrible. It's a terrible division. It's just it's terrible. The Rangers suck. The fucking the Angels underachieve because they don't have pitching. And they don't like and they and like a Mike Trout has five hundred million. Yeah, Mike Trout has all the money, and so does they. They pay. They'll pay one to three players, and then they don't have money to spend anywhere yeah. else. Um, I like, and they can't hit on their prospects like the A's hit on their prospects. Exactly. So, the A's will a lot of times scrape a wild card out because I'll say this too: the AL as a division is very strange in that, like, it's weirdly competitive sometimes in the Central and the East, but the West is just fucking butt. Like, <laughs> like it's like it's like the thing is like the Angels will finish barely above 500, but will be nowhere near making the playoffs. Yeah, and the Mariners are kind of like that too. Like they're just it's just fucky. Like watching those teams be the way they are. Yeah. So your kind of two teams you have out west now are which and keep in mind that the Astros used to be the Lastros. Yeah. Keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. So um. It's just kind of it's kind of yeah, a that, thing. Yeah, that used to be a thing on this show. Yeah, so that's just kind of the thing, man. Like that West sucks, and <laughs> so the Athletics managed to kind of bring some excitement to it every now and again, which is fun. I like the I've always liked them. I always will like them. Um, I don't know if it. They Ricky, are, like so, they're so, the, so, so Ricky Henderson used to be an Athletics so goaded. So any team that Ricky Henderson plays for, I like that's just great shit. Goated. Um, so the big thing too with them, like just watching the way that they do things, like I said, it's fun, but you also never know what they're gonna field. Yeah. You have no idea what their teams are ever gonna look like. Like oh, anybody that claims that they know what an athletics team is gonna look like is full of shit. Well, I like, in my opinion. Well, I, like, I, I give the credit to the real fans. The real fans that follow this shit, I would I would I would trust them more than I trust. I would trust I would trust an actual athletics fan mm-hmm. that keep, really keeps up with it. But at the same time, like I just don't think like some some analysts sitting in it like I no, just, I, I will readily I, 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 admit I, I, that I, I, I never really have a clue what they're now if they have a great team and they make the playoffs and then they bring back everyone yeah then yeah yeah but usually that's not the case with them like these cats yeah I, I trust a, like a diehard Oakland athletic fan to tell me about that than any of the analysts on ESPN or MLB so my money. <sighs> They could scrape a wild card, but they could also be like third or fourth in their division. Yeah, you just never know. I think that they're probably going to be okay. Um, it's going to be a little different this year without Chris Davis. I think it's going to be a little different having Elvis Andrews playing short mm-hmm. um, instead of Simeon. 
Um, I think, like I said, I think they're, they're going to be okay. I just don't know what they... I don't know if okay means they finish around 500. I don't know if okay means they scrape a wild card spot. Yeah. I don't know if okay means would they win their division. <laughs> I don't know. What the, I don't know. Until they until we field the product, we don't know. Yeah. You know? So that's kind of how I've always been. I like being with mm-hmm. them, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be fun to watch because I like I, I do like the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, I mean they're a fun team to watch regardless, regardless. and they have been like they have been the last few seasons. Like Mania, dude, Matt Chapman is much C teamy. Like, yeah, he's great. He's fucking great. Matt Olson's a lot of fun too when he's right. Mm-hmm. When he's swinging the bat well, shit. Cause I remember, like the first player that made me like you know pay attention was to the uh, to the Oakland Athletics was probably Nick Swisher. Yeah, I like that. That's whenever like that's whenever I kind of got into baseball. Like you know he was just like a household name before he came to us. Yeah, like that was ju- that was doing really good out there in Oakland. So like that's when he was a guy that made me like you know pay attention to the Oakland Athletics or just to see what they had going on out there because Nick Nick Swisher was cash dollars when he was out there in Oakland. Right. So, uh, but that's the end of our show uh, today. Uh, we got AEW this week. Uh, basketball was going to be resuming sometime this mm-hmm. week because uh, All Star break happened. The NCAA basketball is going on though. Like the tournaments are finishing up. The seeding is going to be decided, and then they're probably going to, you know, March Madness is on the on the rise. So yeah. that'll be fun. Um, yeah, I always enjoy that every year. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, like happy birthday to Errol Spence. He had a birthday like a couple of days ago. He turned thirty-one or thirty-two. I didn't think he was that old. I thought he was like in his, still in his late twenties. But yeah, I like hopefully we can get a Spence and Crawford fight because the Errol Spence is getting up there. Um, uh, shout out to my birthday. She had a, my my sister. She had a birthday the other day. Um, oh, yeah, that the, that the, was cool. Yeah, the queen had a birthday. Woo, yeah. woo, dog. Yeah, Allie K Mac. She's goaded. Um, so uh, yeah, she had a birthday. She turned twenty nine. Uh, as yeah. she turns twenty nine every year. Yeah, um, because the, the, the she don't she don't age. Yeah, because the RK is thirty. I like it. he's a younger brother. But yeah, he's but older. she yeah 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 she be clowning me yeah. every year. Like she be like yeah I turned twenty nine. It's dope. Like, Wait, which is crazy because she does look younger than dude. She yes, dude yeah yeah she look young as hell. The the arcade out here looking old as fuck y'all. Yeah that's right that's right grizzled bitch. But uh, oh, yeah, for shit. any of y'all ladies that like that sort of thing, I'm grizzled as fuck. You want this? You want the silver fox dick? Yeah. Nah. But uh, this, uh, this, uh, also I like I know I know a lot of you guys saw the post that so, like yeah like I will have a, a column about Jake Paul out very very soon. Very, very soon. I like it's very it's gonna be a very great read. It's gonna be a very great read. I, like I, I just hope it's just you clowning this man relentlessly. Not really. I hope you. Uh, I like, and I'm explaining to you why off the show. I like, you know, off the air. But um, yeah, it's gonna be called Jake Paul, probably. But like, you know, best for business. I like, you know, I'm gonna have like an interesting insight on that. So a lot of people have been asking me about that, and really, I like, you know, the the reaction you guys had have, and the arcade has the reason why I'm doing this. Uh, they're like doing this column. So I like, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I like, you guys keep on the lookout for that. That's gonna be out like in the next week or so. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled on that. Uh, is there anything else going on? 
Nah, that'll do it. Man. I like male's tennis is going on because I heard Djokovic is doing something, but you don't care about Novak Djokovic. Yeah, I am not a fan of his. Um, he's he's broke. Uh, he broke Roger Federer's record for most weeks at number one. Uh, all time. I was like, bro, I seen it. Speaking of Funko Pops, bro, I seen it. I seen a Venus Williams pop. I was, and it made me think of you. Oh, word. I was thinking about getting it for you because <laughs> I know how you love Venus but hate Serena. <laughs> Venus is goaded, man. I love that woman. <laughs> I don't really hate Serena. I just like, I just, she aggravates me. And like, she she's the goat, though. I mean, like, I'm not stupid. Like, I just I love her I just love her sister more. Yeah. And I'm just always like, God damn you. Like I always I loved Venus so much yeah. that I was mad that Serena a little bit I was always mad that Serena yeah. was better than her. I'm like, fuck you. So <laughs> you know. So Oh man, like like I said, like we're gonna be doing two uh two on one off. We're gonna be off next week. Uh, like in the, uh, the week we come back, we're gonna be doing the final playoff teams. Then after that you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we're going to be doing the other teams that probably could be making some noise. So probably like two more weeks of our MLB preseason preview before we're back on regular schedule. Yep. Maybe three, depending on what, but, but more, more, most likely two. Yeah, probably. But most likely two. So you guys keep being on the lookout for that. You guys continue to uh, send your questions too, because I, I, I've i been reading all your emails and stuff like that. And like your questions have, the thing is we haven't done questions and we usually don't do questions here uh, like during this time. But I still keep all of them on lock smash, so I haven't forgotten about y'all. So keep continue to keep your uh, throw your questions this way, and we appreciate them. Like I said, we're gonna be off next week, but we're gonna be coming back the week afterwards, and like you know, doing the final four playoff teams, and the week the week following, you know, what I'm saying we're gonna be doing any other teams that people should be looking out for. So you guys keep it locked there. Like I said, I got the Jake Paul uh, column coming out like in the next uh, around that time as well. So you guys be awesome. You guys be great. And you guys stay healthy, especially out here in South Carolina because we opening up everything out here. So yeah, well, as long as you guys don't, as long as you guys be cool and don't be stupid and all that. So like I said, we love you guys and we'll see you back better than ever. Peace out. Later guys.